and that is where we realize now that uh, traveling is the most intense way of learning it has always been and it has always been if you go to places if you go to rural places it has always been a two way learning this is episode number 17 with prerna kapoor and ashutosh ja of karwan you're about to enter the akyang podcast yan podcast india's first and very own architecture podcast where you'll hear the insights experiences and journeys from india's leading architects no matter what your skill level is together we'll build on our knowledge and share architecture's greatest stories ever told now here's your host manish paul simon hey guys welcome to yet another episode of the akyang podcast Today I'm excited to share with you the story of this awesome initiative called Carwan. An intensive architectural travel program founded by a pool of graduates from the architecture and planning departments of IIT Roorkee. They go by the names of Ashutosh Jha, Gaurav Goel, Kishle Kishore and Mayank Singhal. And today we have Ashutosh and Prerna Kapoor, two of the co-partners right now, sharing the Carwan journey. Before we get to the episode let me just give you a small brief on what Karwan is all about for the past 5 years they have been curating 10 to 15 day itineraries hands on workshops both domestic and outside india focusing on primarily two schools of thought and i quote what we are taught in the classrooms and what we can still learn from people practicing the same in our nation stop quote Half a decade later they have collaborated with prominent architects institutes and traveled with more than 500 plus students and professionals from all over the country they have also conducted 30 plus lectures and workshops and illustrated architectural diversity of three different countries that's quite a feat in a small span of time so hats off to you guys and for those of you wondering what the word karwan is all about it is essentially an urdu word which is used for a convoy or a group of travelers on this episode you will get to listen to how karwan began their first official mega trip yes it was a pretty big trip the various challenges they had to overcome the goals and visions behind starting karwan showcasing rural techniques to the general public why nagaland is not a dangerous place and a great destination to travel to what they have in store for us in the future and lots lots more you get all the show notes and links on akyan.com/17plus they have a lot of exciting trips lined up this year you can also go to their website which is karwan.com that is k w a r w a n.com all right that's enough for the intro let's get right to the episode and listen to some really cool interesting stories what ashutosh and prerna have to share we begin by getting into how these guys got into architecture let's go okay so uh, i think for me both ashutosh and me uh, things worked out in a very opposite manner uh, for me uh, from a very initial stage in my life i wanted to i understood the fact that i wanted to pursue architecture and uh, when i finally got into an architecture school and understood the technicalities of it uh, i realized sooner that 
I liked the idea of you know making a state of an art building more than the you know getting into it and doing the construction drawings and then you know uh, adhering to the timelines so I over the over some period of uh, over like in in my college days also I realized that I liked more about writing about architecture and observing architecture and the the experiences that goes behind you know constructing a building more than constructing an actual building and uh, so that's how my journey you know started drifting towards uh, writing more about architecture architecture journalism and uh, so the idea of architecture stayed with me but uh, not the construction part but in in another way absolutely awesome that's brilliant and how about you ashutosh okay, so uh, i i was brought up in a a place called Vasin that is in the outskirts of Mumbai and uh, my parents always wanted me to be an IITN okay and in mm-hmm. that time uh, Mumbai did not have many like many coaching classes and all these things that they have right now okay so I was sent to Delhi for a year I cleared I just wanted to be an, an IITN okay so I did not have any preference over what stream I had to go into and only one of my friends uh, by that time had gone into IIT. He was pursuing architecture in IIT Roorkee and he had like a very good, uh, he spoke very well about the culture there, uh, about the department, about placement, everything. Okay. So that was of concern to me. So that was like, it was kind of fate that got me into architecture. Over the years, I guess you started liking architecture, right? Yes, I did. I was good at drawing. So uh, it started with that and then I like, I fell in love with everything. Awesome. I don't think he would say it, but yeah, he was among the top five of the batch. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's brilliant. He ended up being there. All right. So let's get to the meat of this episode, which is all about Karwan. Give us a brief history of how this awesome initiative Karwan began. Okay. So this was like uh, back in 2014 when we stayed back in our hostel uh, for the summer vacation okay yeah. most of our friends were doing internships i had done my internship internship in third year and i was uh, doing i was working on two research papers with uh, our faculties and civil department architecture department okay so i was in the hostel with a couple of my friends so it was one of those boring nights where uh, when we did not have electricity and the the conversation went on very intense we were discussing politics education system and all those things and then uh, we were like, okay, there's nothing that we are doing after, even after graduating from such colleges and prestigious institutes. So we should do something. So doing something involves understanding the problems. Understanding problem involves travel. For travel, you need money. So it was all these conversations that boiled down to, okay, let's travel the country. And to travel the country, we'll need money. So uh, we realized that the one thing that we were good at at that time was organizing this uh, trips okay so right. we were the ones who organized our nasa trips i like it with documentation ones so we were able to do those uh, documentation in a like in a very on a very budget rate okay so we are good at that so we thought okay let's do a organize a, a workshop lecture kind of a, a travel thing and then we'll earn from it and then we'll travel ourselves okay so okay. that was the whole idea when we started so it has like changed we have added layers and layers on it but that was how it started back then. 
and how many of y'all uh, were there during this time even prerna i uh, guess almost been part uh, of uh no interestingly actually this the 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 trip that he's talking about in 2014 i was a participant with them back then okay. so i started out with karma as a participant and uh, they were four of them who started okay. out with their this idea but actually it was their entire batch who supported them right. which is i think i think ashutosh will be able to tell more about this experience so we were uh, me myself uh, gorav goel kishle kishore and mang singer the four of us when we started uh, prerna was a past participant for the first 3 years okay and then uh, she was not there on the four, like the first trip on in the fourth year and then we realized that we are missing something okay so we had to have her we and then we got her on board and uh, yeah when we started we were just just the four of us but we started with a uh, campaign uh, which had a theme of aaj ka sach so uh, and uh, our professors classmates everyone helped us in this okay so everyone realized that we wanted to do something that uh, we are not thinking of or we are not we not have that the capability so they helped us in every manner financially uh, professors helped us in reaching out to architects to organizations so uh, everyone around us helped us that time so this was the, during your bachelor's right so how did you manage your time and also do the initiative on the side because this is i'm guessing in iits is also a little uh, intense right yeah so this was our thesis semester when we were planning for karwa so i don't think i did very good on my thesis so <laughs> but and it was also my thesis year when i started like when i went for my first trip so it all started in the crucial years yeah so uh, like we we were just 6 months away from getting out of college so that was the time when we had to do something once we got out of college for training or got a job it would have been very difficult to like uh, get together and be able to do such thing so we thought like this is the these are the 6 months that we'll need to work hard and uh, need to do whatever we have to so we gave everything everything we had we like we rarely attended our lectures so and just the thesis that we just wanted to be like we just wanted to graduate okay we did like work hard for thesis as well but we would have worked better so all right so your first trip was during your bachelor so give us a small brief on your first trip first official trip of carwan uh, so uh, when we started we were like uh, when we were 2022 that time we had like immense confidence okay we do not have that much confidence uh, now nowadays okay. nowadays we are very we like uh, we take care of everything we uh, like we check what are the risks what are the like what can be the possibilities of mishappenings that can happen that time we were like we did not uh, like give a thing or two about one anything that could have happened in the future okay so we were very brave back then to say so we uh, started or planning this 15 day workshop and we ended it uh, spreading out to 17 days okay we uh, asked them to pay for only 15 days but we had to manage 17 days we were like over ambitious back then yeah. and started from delhi uh, and we covered seven states okay so this itinerary was the most uh, rigorous one till date okay we started from delhi we went to bhopal mp then and uh, gujarat amdavad champaner vadodara uh rajasthan almer uh jaisalmer then bikaner then we went to amritsar chandigarh 
Garli, Faragpur. Wow. And then Bir, Dharmat. This seems and, endless. And yeah, Rishikesh. And then we ended it back in Delhi. So these were like, we traveled almost every alternate day for complete 24 hours. Like we did not sleep at night. We were in buses or trains. So every I'm, alternate. I'm guessing so, most of your people who came along with you were students. Yes. Most of them were students. Only a couple were graduates and like we were kids back then. So it was very difficult for us to, uh, like we were not uh, ready to uh, like organize or manage people who were senior to us. But it was like really good. They were very helpful. Basically, when he said rigorous, he actually meant <laughs> it's because uh, of me being a participant on that trip. I just I, I remember that uh, even like after five years of you know uh, traveling so much and going to a lot of places, when we think about that trip, we we just think that we just pulled out. Uh, you know, pulled off a, a great trip, which now can be actually divided in three to four itineraries in itself. <laughs> that one mega trip, right? Yes. <laughs> but how did you uh, manage? Was it like on the go and uh, you were just deciding, okay, let's go here, let's go there? Or was it that you pre-planned everything from the start? Yes, yes, we had everything planned. So we had our itinerary released like a couple of months before the trip. So uh, as soon as our thesis uh, finished, we set aside like uh, the four of us, we divided ourselves in two groups and we started for the wrecking. So we spent the complete uh, month of half month of December and January wrecking all these places. So we visited each of the architects each of the institutions uh, we made the like bookings for the hotels for homestays ourselves we visited each and every place we decided where we'll eat lunch like where we decided things to that detail awesome. so we, like everything was almost planned but then huh, there uh, like there were many challenges that we realized after we finalized and after we were on the trip but uh, since this was out of passion how did you guys manage the funding or was it did you break even or what is the scenario there yes uh, right now yeah right now we are profitable uh, back then when we started we did not have like any funding so this was mostly out of our pocket our family and friends so there were many friends who helped us we right. took loans from them and we like we were able to clear it uh, after the first trip so uh, we made uh, like railway tickets all these bookings from their money and then we paid them back and also, also Manish, interestingly, when this trip was organized, when I was uh, a participant, so uh, when we were discussing it with them, like, uh, will you guys be doing this again? So these guys didn't have a concrete answer to it because they did all of this out of passion and it was it was the adrenal rush in all four of them and they didn't know if they like if they will be able to repeat the same thing or they will be introducing another thing. So the idea of repeating or sticking to uh, what Karwa had, uh, you know, uh, had an impact on the students who were there for 15 days, uh, they, I, I think none of us on the trip actually realized at the beginning of the tour. Awesome. I'd like to add upon uh, like some of the challenges like what that we faced. Uh, in our initial years, actually, mm-hmm. sure, the sure. first trip actually. So uh, at that time we were kids, okay. So it was very difficult convincing our faculties first to uh, like have us to us to go on this trip at our inter period. So that time was our training period when we were supposed to do our four months training. Okay. So at that time we did this trip, and after that we completed our uh, training. Okay. So that was one part. 
other than that there were uh, parents who called because there were kids traveling with us who are 20 years old and their family they they are thinking that uh, these are faculties from Part iit rurki for organizing this and but we were students and once they started talking to us we had to convince them each parent we had to convince differently so how did you convince uh, the parents so the uh, brand of iit did something so we had a few faculty members who were helping us like they help us to this day as mentors so we had them talk to them then we showed them that we have made like all the bookings everything is taken care of and uh, like we are we have like uh, meal organizers to with us we are four of us and like enough of us to take care we'll be having like, we showed them like whatever they wanted to see okay. so that was how it went back then and uh, but what was the goal or uh, mindset behind starting this initiative was it because of some experience you had in college or that you wanted to maybe uh, empower architecture students and uh, so professionals in your country so uh, we have one of our video that shows our vision like what we thought of when we started this so the idea was uh, there are still many problems that can be solved by architects okay so when you see any statistical data of india uh, it's like it's not complete unless you show it for rural india and urban india there's this very huge divide okay so there is nothing there's no one fact that is true for all of india mm-hmm. so this very huge divide and many problems that are fa- that people are facing in urban area which has their solution in rural areas okay so we wanted people to ident- to solve this uh, problems okay actually but you cannot solve a problem unless you identify them so our idea was we'll travel with these students we'll try to identify problems and come up with solutions while we are on this journey on this 15 days because we are around 30 to 40 of us each from a different background different city everyone has their own ideas own perspective towards uh, towards a problem so that was the idea so we can come up with solutions identify the problems and then maybe not today we are not we might not be capable of or the students might not be capable of solving these today but maybe later 10 years down the line when they are capable of doing this they'll come back and maybe do something so that is the whole idea of and us you know i think there have been examples of this as well that uh, there have been participants who were with us on a few trips uh, we went to nagaland for our 15 day work, days workshop and uh, two of our participants came back to the architect that we had the workshop with and they interned with them for 6 7 months so uh, you know uh, if that is where we realize now that uh, or you, you know traveling is the most intense way of learning it has always been and it has always been uh, you know uh, if you go to places if you go to rural places it has always been a two way learning instead of you know you teaching them so how to even the local oh, community also uh, absolutely yeah. absolutely so there is so much to learn from them not just in terms of construction only that is there absolutely but in terms of culture in terms of uh, you know honesty uh, about living your life so uh, there's the the craftsmen the communities the designers architects so uh, everyone has too much to offer when you are traveling mm-hmm. and it all depends on how much you can absorb by the end of the trip awesome so you guys spoke about these various solutions and all that right and how your uh, students or architects are going back and implementing those learnings so could you give us more examples on uh, this Sure. So I'll I'll take you back to to year 2016. So these guys after the first tour went to Nagaland for their internship and uh, uh, 
they discussed this idea with uh, an architect his name is mr architect uh, richard bello and he's a very famous uh, bamboo architect in india uh, so he stays in nagaland and he we discussed the idea with him and so he actually supported us to do the second itinerary and to bring students to nagaland there we had a a, a workshop a bamboo workshop where we started uh with the site which was uh, which required uh the structure that we were going to build it was not just because we are having a workshop so we'll just build something we had it in our mind that it will be used for something as well okay. so we started off uh, with the uh, bamboo making techniques and uh, that is how actually all the uh, you know major structures start when you're working with bamboo if you can work with a bamboo mo- with a with a model initially on scale on the point then making the structure just becomes like two folds easier so we focused on uh, doing the model making first and then implementing the structure uh, for another 3 days and learning about how uh, the joineries are done and uh, the nut and screws are done or uh, different kind of joineries in terms of uh, bamboo so uh, how hands-on. to handle all hands on all hands on so it is like when you uh, see uh, when i have worked on some projects here in mumbai so here when they are building a bamboo structure they have their plans and elevations all those things okay right, right. then there is a contractor when they are working with uh, bamboo here in mumbai in, around mumbai so they have these plans elevations elevations and all these things and the contractor then uh, understands from them and then builds it but uh, we saw it was they did not have plans and elevations for any bamboo structure they made a small bamboo models okay and the contractor just had that model. he could build the whole structure without even complicating once oh, wow. and that and that structure could be like uh, very precise to the he did not uh, like ask for joineries how should be the joining because when you make a model it has all those joineries like with every detail which each and every detail so that was one thing that we have like we have been using after that we first make a model and then give it to the contractor and then he can build it on the site really so that's a skill set which is very native to these particular places right so how is carwan may uh, maybe through documentation bringing that back to the society the larger society in general so uh, right now we are like trying to arrange like uh, organize workshops in colleges as well okay and we have our own channel where we uh, publish our video we publish our journals and so that right now we are trying uh, trying to do it uh, with that other than that the main thing that we are doing is we are traveling so every time there is something different to learn from so we take them and then we do it while we travel okay and when did you guys start uh, developing your social media handles and getting more people to the initiative so uh talking about the social media handle so uh it was you know uploading whatever we were doing it was uh, in in the age we are in social media is the most important tool right now that uh, so i came to know about karma through one of the uh, one of the you know facebook pages okay it has shifted so that uh, that time we used to have more uh, people come to us through facebook now we have it through instagram Yeah. So that has changed. The platforms have changed. So uh, yeah, so we are we are very active on our social media handles and uh, uh, 
so anyone who wants to get in touch with us our website is absolutely there but uh, the our instagram handle or our facebook handle we have more than uh, 12000 followers 12 to 15000 followers on like all the social media combined handles combined so yeah we have we have a good following there and there are a lot of masses of following us but uh, also it has to be the right kind of mass it it, it can't be uh, actually when i'm saying the right kind now uh, now that we're venturing into you know organizing tours for uh, more people and more uh, mm. uh, of more other age groups as well uh, so we have come to realize that it's not just the it, architecture students that we should be restricting ourselves to we should be expanding uh, or uh, you know a bandwidth as well in terms of organizing it for maybe just just a, a woman oriented trip with a cause maybe oh, so we that these kinds of thought are uh, it's it's you know more of brainstorming right now but i think sooner or later we'll get it to something where we can reach out to more people and you know uh, through traveling we can learn together right. and carvan is also affiliated with various uh, institutions and colleges right uh yes so this is these are not very official uh, uh like collaborations but uh, like we do many things together with these institutions so you approach so it's, these it's more, it's, yeah it's more like a tie up with the for one workshop or uh, it depends on particular workshop that we're working on and what are the needs of that workshop or the tour and we get in contact we get get in touch with all the people that so we over the years we have we have you know made a good network with the, the other architects and people as well who are conducting the workshops so uh, it's it's more on the basis of uh, what is the requirement of the particular trip all right and how does someone register for carvan trip so on our website whenever we uh, launch a workshop so we put it on our website so we have a small questionnaire three question questionnaire every time so you just need to log in our log in on our website you can do that using your email address or, or through your gmail and then you have to fill in your personal details very basic things and then there are three questions that you need to fill in and submit your answers okay so uh, once uh, and then we go through these answers and then we release the list of selected students Oh, so you so, select your students. You don't pick and choose. Yes, you don't pick everyone. Yes, they are handpicked. Absolutely. Okay, okay, awesome. You select them on the basis of their applications. And this happens every uh, two to three months. Ah, uh, yes. So, uh, for the for the till two thousand. the uh, 17 we actually did these tours annually and then 2018 we uh, wanted to push it to two trips in a year and uh, we ended up doing four trips in that year and now we're just hoping you know to uh, collaborate with a lot more people a lot more colleges and let's see where this year goes what we we have no number in our mind right now so four trips uh, per year seems pretty less right so are you guys doing this uh, full time or is it like uh... we have just uh, recently started doing this full time right so uh, just uh, this december we started doing this full time after we were able to pull four trips because we realized that there is a market there are people who want to who still want to come travel with us and we are not able to take them so it needs our full attention and then uh, starting this year we started this uh, doing this full time awesome and uh, what are some future carvan trips that our listeners sh- uh, should look forward to 
ஜூலை and uh, uh, they can uh, you know travel with us so we are already doing one trip in may to spiti uh, and we have a workshop planned there for mud architecture and kathkuni architecture and awesome. we'll be traveling all through the spiti valley and then uh, we'll be uh, concluding it in shimla with another lecture concluding about the various you know uh, uh, the kind of architecture you see around in himachal and the differences in them and uh, then we are also planning to launch another uh, trip in the month of june uh, beyond that we have not planned as of now but yeah there will be most of coming in in september and october when it comes to december the mostly the colleges that takes the tours like the students goes with the college because of the curriculum but uh, what about as architects yeah we, we also would like to travel <laughs> So when I when I mentioned yeah so when I mentioned about uh, you know catering to the the other segment of the society also this is what I meant and this is actually one of the feedback that we have got from a lot more people that we have collaborated with so right. they are professional architects practicing from like uh, 10 years decade more than decade and uh, so uh, we we are thinking about uh, doing uh, you know organizing maybe an annual uh, tour. with the professionals of the country and interacting with them and it will be more of you know travel and interaction uh, so that is still on uh, you know we are still thinking about it and soon we'll have something for them as well awesome and ashutosh so you also had something to say right i was talking about the trip that our listeners can look forward to so we'll be planning uh, one bhutan nagaland and a sri lanka trip definitely this year so these three are definitely going to be there in coming so like in a couple couple of months okay and uh, i mean lot of people have this preconceived notion that nagaland is a dangerous place right is that true as per your experience no, not at all i have been <laughs> there more than four times i have stayed there for more than four to five months and it's a very beautiful place people there are very caring very loving so there is nothing of that sort okay there there is uh, army uh, military movement every now and then but uh, that uh, like that does not include people uh, everything everything is okay just like any other city if if you if you may allow manish can i just quote and uh, photo experience of mine from i had in nagaland sure sure go ahead so uh, i was a participant back then and we stayed in this place called uh, eco village in uh, chipama it's somewhere between dimapur and kohima and we had a workshop there so uh, we just went up to the reception and we uh, i saw a packet of chips there and um, so i took the packet of chips and I, there was a lady sitting there i asked her who to you know give the money to so she just told me to keep the money on the table and the person will take it whoever belongs like whoever uh, the money belongs so you take the money you just keep it on the wow. table so the level of honesty and the level of uh, you know 
the uh, being rooted to your cultures and tradition is something i personally have learned a lot from going to nagaland now maybe three or four times we have been there and uh, i absolutely love that so the, all this preconceived notions about uh, you know northeast states are not actually true so uh, it, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful state and i think everyone should visit it really, really it's great to hear that prerna uh, i hope a lot of more people go to visit northeast india absolutely coming to your personal experiences like you've been running this for more than 5 years right give us your most memorable uh, experience running kagwan both of you um, so i think uh, i know not ashit more why i think the the trip to nepal where you guys had to walk i think also you should tell them about that so this was in 2018 okay. so we were uh, uh, like trekking to a place called patle karka that's in nepal so about 25 km trek that had to start uh, at around 6 in the morning but we started at 11 and uh, we had just had our breakfast nothing else and all 20 a plus of us we we started walking and we were told that it will, it will only take 2 to 3 hours that is what uh, people in the hilly area has do right. they say that it will take 2 to 3 hours but it takes like 10 hours maybe. oh my gosh 2 okay. <laughs> to 3 hours for them like is around 10 to 12 hours for us okay <laughs> so that trip we started at around 11 and we reached there at around uh, 12 okay that took us more than 12 hours and that was just 2 to 3 hours for them okay and we did not had our breakfast we were like walking walking uh, between villages and we did not know where we are going okay so that was the first time even i was going so i had not visited that place before but the students that who, that were with us they had like too much trust in us they did not complain of anything or any such thing and they did not eat food but that made us bond like really far now that 25 kilometer it was far. more of an adventure right yeah that was more of an adventure like uh, in the evening it was like okay let's not move ahead let's sit here this looks very beautiful the moon in the sky then there's this uh, water flowing uh, from beside us so let's stop here and then because we had like uh, every we had a village and then there was no nothing no human being for the next 50 hours and then then we all settlement with around 4 to 5 houses okay so that was actually a place uh, in arugad district patle karke and it was uh, the school there was destroyed by the nepal earthquake mm-hmm. so there is this uh, community called chaya nepal it's an austrian organization so mm-hmm. they were building the school over there okay. so we traveled with them and that was to understand how they are like constructing these things and how they are empl- like empowering the people over there so we stayed with them with the people over there uh, like it for most of us it was like waking up in the morning so we were there for around 3 days no one of no one took bath for these 3 days okay mm-hmm. and for most of us it was like waking up in the morning going to any random house in the village uh, using the washroom and then they offer us tea okay so everyone in the village knew that we have come and everyone was like everyone they were very welcoming we were provided with a breakfast tea at any house okay we used to go and go and visit a particular house use the washroom freshen up and then they would provide us tea and everything oh, wow. it was very beautiful that and that was a very small village we stayed with them we stayed in the classrooms and in some of their houses for those people it was really beautiful
I think the Nepal initiatives in rebuilding most of Nepal up post the earthquake is pretty commendable to say the least. Right? Yes, yes, definitely. And how about you, uh, Prerna? Did uh, did you have any? So, yeah. um, uh, you know, the first time is always the favorite time. I would not uh, say uh, anything about that. But uh, uh, we went to Spiti last year in September, and uh, we had planned the entire trip, and uh, just. Three days before we had to start our journey, and uh, it was predicted uh, heavy heavy rainfall was predicted. So uh, I started out from Delhi, coming to Chandigarh, which was our starting point. And since the time all of us started from Chandigarh, it didn't stop raining at all. Uh, we reached Shimla, we reached Kalpa. So by the time we reached Kalpa. Uh, it started snowing uh, in you know the higher altitudes and a lot of routes where we had to go a lot of villages where we had to be were closed the the roads were closed and uh, in fact we had a workshop planned so all the people in fact in the entire crew who had to conduct the workshop was stuck in manali because of uh, the snowfall and the roads were closed and uh, we came to one point uh, so uh, also over a period of you know when you spend so much time with uh, people around you and you don't have uh, you know networks in your phone mm-hmm. and you don't have distractions so the only thing you have uh, you know to rely on are the people you are traveling with mm-hmm. and you tend to bond with them so much that you don't even realize that after 15 days a few of them cry that they are leaving each other uh, so uh, there was this one point where we the uh, the road to kaza we someone called up and told us that it was open so we thought that let's skip our lunch and go there so that we could you know make up for the journey that we could not do because of the uh, all the roads that were closed we reached there and we realized it is still closed <laughs> and uh, we uh, were you know still early there uh, there were people who were there uh, they had you know set up their tent in there was a barren field and they have set up their tent because there's no way out and um, we came to a point where we realized that we are short on food uh, but at that point when we realized everyone in the bus we had two tempo travelers with us everyone who had even a you know a candy in their pocket shared it with everyone else and that moment i realized that you know uh, uh, it is so much to learn also from the people you are traveling with and also at the same time i learned that you can do nothing absolutely nothing when the nature is not in the favor of your itinerary yeah so the best you can do is just you know be in the flow of what the nature wants you to do and not do anything against it so these are the two major learnings that i took back with me last year and uh, ever since you know i have just the understanding of you know uh, things around me as basic as water as food it just has it just you know i feel every time i'm eating my food i you know I, it's not that i'm taking it for granted i i value it and i know that it should be it should not be taken for granted anymore i feel that caravan trips are pretty challenging and that you should have also have a fitness test in your uh, preliminary <laughs> <laughs> If that comes across, we'll be the first one to lose it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, what are some of your goals or future plans for this uh, great initiative? So, uh, 
we absolutely want to expand the idea of learning while traveling to everyone we can and there have been people from filmmaking background from photography background who have traveled with us and uh, oh, we just want to spread the idea everywhere we can of course in a wiser way now it's not just the adrenal rush that is going through the ideas it is much more uh, you know thought over uh but yeah yes that's the and uh, right now we are uh, actually you know catering to the age group of 18 to 32 but that's not because of uh, the the only reason behind that is if an 18 year old is traveling with us and if we increase the you know uh, the age limit to let's say 45 so the difference in their opinion about the same thing would be uh, you know opposite and uh, that is I, i we truly don't know that if they'll be absorb able to absorb it or not right. so we want to stick to a very uh, we are sticking to a very limited uh, uh, age group right now but uh, yes absolutely we are looking to expand it to all the age groups and we are looking to expand it to everywhere we could and empower everyone who is you know who is a part of the trip and today karwa is, is it's not just four or five of us it's, it's everyone who has been with us through the journey or everyone who have met throughout the journey it's it's everyone and one other thing that we are like planning to do in the future is uh, right now we are visiting people who have set up these centers in villages in rural areas where they are empowering the local people and they are using the vernacular techniques okay so our plan is to set up such centers in the future okay in these villages where we know of a, a particular technique that can be taught to everyone that should be shared with the world so we want to set up such small workshops in these villages so in essence carwan would be an institution for traveling architects and uh, the general public as well yes that's what we aim to do yeah All right, and coming to a close, uh, do you have any tips, uh, traveling tips for uh, young architects out there, or also some advices? We just keep saying it to everyone on every trip, before every trip, that you should always travel light, always, because you have no idea what kind of terrain that you will be going to, and uh, you know what will be the situations that the luxury is not a part of what we offer in our trips. and it's it's also it does not mean that it will be all things that will you know make thing make things difficult for you but yes always travel light as light as you can and uh, we uh, it's also the the thing that we abide by we keep saying that be a traveler and not a tourist so uh, just you know look around talk to people uh, absorb as much as you can and there's this one more thing i don't know who said it first but gorov keeps repeating every time that uh, it's not about the place it's about the people so need to interact with people and talk to everyone you are traveling with with the people you are visiting to each and everyone so that is one thing that we always promote that that you should talk to people more and more when you are every time actually but while you are traveling talk to everyone this that is the best way of learning it's just a way of you know experiencing their life through their stories and it's it at the end you just have a you know beautiful uh, uh, idea about what someone did in some situation and how they got out of it or 
anything anything you have no idea what could be learnt from the stories that are still you know you have no idea about and it can only only be done through you know talking to people and connecting with them You've been listening to the Ak Young podcast. We're still building the community. Please share this knowledge with someone you know who could benefit. Just send them to akyoung.com where you'll find our free newsletter and for more podcast episodes. Search for the show on any major podcasting platform. Don't forget to subscribe where you're listening right now. And if you liked it, leave a rating or review.